This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here. Hi. It's episode 99. We've got a returning guest, um, Jenny Collier, very funny comedian. Um, also, uh, we talk about the fact that she's, we've, we've talked a lot in the podcast during lockdown about getting out, like what it'd be like to get another job and things like that. Jenny, yes, Jenny did that. She's, well, not, not retrained, but she's basically, rather than sit around moaning about it, she went out and just before. Went into a doctor's surgery and moaning about it in there. <laughs> Yes. So she got a job. So we we talk to a comedian who's currently doing other stuff. An actual job. Yeah, about what it's like to transition out of being an unemployed clown. I think I'm going to be next. I'm going to be doing some live, Insta live from my job. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what, but we'll see. Well, you put a shout out, mate. Has anyone got any jobs going for her? Seriously, one that I can work from home doing. Well, I mean, most jobs are currently from home. Aren't oh, they? yeah. Well, I suppose apart I'd from that. I'd happily get Amazon out and about, though. I'd Don't quite like a building site, but only for like the first day you'd just quit, wouldn't you? The, <laughs> you I, the idea of it would be nice. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. I mean, it's hard as shit, man. I wouldn't. I might I get one over the it. summer if gigs aren't back. Do some odd carrying. <laughs> it'd just be one of them guys waiting out on a corner for one of them sort of Polish vans to drive up and open the door and you all dive in. <laughs> um anyway what we're saying is it's a very fun episode it's good to catch up with jen again um thanks to all our patrons for being patrons thank you patrons you can um, sign we've up we've now got um discord haven't we yeah we've got to we set up a discord uh channel so if you're on there you can come and find us uh we've put the link up on the facebook page and, um, and uh so yeah you can join everybody and patrons have gotten extra few things yeah they just basically get their own little secret chat channels if they want but um so yeah but if there's also sort of public chat um, come and chat about the podcast come and chat to us who knows we've only just signed up to it and we're trying to work it out but enjoy and uh that's it in it that's it mate thanks enjoy this episode Hi everyone, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Hi, Julian Dean here. Returning guest, Denny Collier. Uh, that's Jenny Collier. <laughs> hey, Denny. <laughs> Denny. It's Denny with a D, is it? <laughs> Basically, before we hit record, you've just told us that you had uh, this week. You had quite a traumatic experience with a um, with somebody on the phone who thought you were a chap. Doctor Denny. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, what? Basically, let's, the, the, the context of the story is: you are one of the comedians who, uh, rather than rest on their laurels and wait for the things to return, you actually went and got a, a, a new job for I the thought, time which being. Be, which would be easiest: investing in um, podcast equipment slash an <laughs> O ring light yeah. or whatever um or applying to become a frontline lifesaver 
So you went for the NHS. I'll get the ring light any day, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. Get down Wilco's ASAP. <laughs> yeah. After about a week on the front line, I realised the error of my ways. So what are you actually doing? What's your job title? Can you see that? I am new. Please be patient. Yes. So you, you could, they have only gave that badge to you and you've been there for I am three new. years. You better not be a patient because <laughs> otherwise you're dead. <laughs> what um What is your job title and what I are you am... doing? An an GP receptionist. Oh, I, I, but you're too nice to be a GP receptionist. Oh, don't worry. It brings out the very worst in my personality. Because we, I saw a funny. So, can you get me a vaccine, week. like on the sly? I've already had a vaccine. Have I've you had, had one it for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh and I've God. got um, I've got lateral flow tests coming out my ear holes. What's lateral flow? They're the quick ones. I can do them whenever, whenever I feel like. Is that like balanced it. on top of your laptop? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've got a chest of shelves. Oh, right, okay. there. Yeah. Um, chest of shelves. So, a shelf. I saw, I saw a funny tweet this week that was. Uh, somebody just oh, did thanks, like man. somebody did a, a, a since I muted Julian I see more funny tweets. <laughs> um, it, it said vet receptionist. Oh hi, how are you? Oh, that's so sad to hear that your, your pets in. And then it just had a doctor's receptionist. Who the fuck are you and why are you calling? <laughs> and it's just because I am my. I've got a weird one. My dentist. My dentist receptionist is without doubt the nicest receptionist I've ever spoken to. My doctor's one. It's because she's rudest. on about four grand a day, though. Yeah, yeah. But the doctor's receptionist at my one is rude, like proper yes. rude. Well, it's stereotypical. They are like horrible, horrible bitches. Is that because they're and around, like, consistently around? Like, you get, like, there's a lot of negativity in a doctor's surgery, isn't there? Also, like, ill people tend to be, I reckon, a bit more impatient than your normal people. Yeah. So you're dealing cus- with their customer clientele are a bit moody aren't they when they're yeah, yeah. coming in for their chemo blah blah problems. blah <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and i'm not sure if you've heard but the nhs is under s- some strain I've, I've heard of that is it so um what you've got do you remember the show finders keepers kids show finders keepers with neil oh, yes. and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. rifling through something was just um fluttering about and you have to find something yeah it's quite a lot like that with patients files oh, or like shit. results you have to go into a room and there's like, it's like a foam party. Um, there's somebody, there's seven people shouting at you about something you did wrong oh yesterday. God. The phone is incessantly ringing. You just put your badge on and say, have some patience. I can't wear the badge anymore because it makes people crosser. Oh, so really? I have had to stop wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should just wow. have a badge saying volunteer written on it. That's a get out of jail card, <laughs> isn't it? So a badge saying I've got COVID back away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so yes, yeah, so you now you work as a GP's receptionist. Where is this? Barnes. Barnes, Southwest Sunday. It's nice, I've Barnes. Moved, is it not? Well, I thought I've it would be. Barnes. Barnes is nice. I thought the clientele at the, you know, the doctors would be quite um, twee. And we nice. get a lot of lords and countesses. Yes. And I'll tell you what, so when we, when I lived in Will's, Willie J near you, yeah. I remember you saying you like to live in a place that's got a bit of edge. <laughs> and I remember being like, eh, why would you want that? Yeah. Now I live in Barnes, I would kill for a little bit of edge. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, is, I genuinely think it's a, uh, yeah, I, because, you know, Harlesden is still ghetto, isn't it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anytime i spend longer than it depends where if i'm somewhere like australia where it's sunny and it's lovely and everyone's nice i can live with that but if somewhere there's something about somewhere nice in england where it just feels fake doesn't it it's like yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? I yeah. don't trust them 
So it's like when and I lived also, in Sussex and everyone was so nice and they loved where they lived so much. And I was like, they're not dealing any? with their, their real stuff. There's something underneath. Yeah. It felt like, you know, the film Get Out. And it's like everyone feels like there's something else going on, man. That's what, yeah, that's what yeah. Horsham in Sussex <laughs> felt like. Um, in Barnes, um, there's people who uh, shout at you in the queue in Gales. Yeah, because um, because you're not standing far enough away, or like yes. that sort of thing, and it's like, uh, or you didn't see the queue because it was just one man holding a pram, and you thought that he was waiting for somebody. Yeah, yeah. So you go in, and then instead of going, oh, actually, there's a queue. He's like, there's a queue, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why are you so middle class passive aggressive behaviour is so much more. I'd rather somebody, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'd rather that. Because at least yeah, you're yeah. right. All right, I'm up to speed now. The at least you can have a straightener outside the shop. <laughs> yeah, you, know, what you I mean? know, you can throw down or shit yourself. That's your two <laughs> options. Take it to the cobbles, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but in other ways, it is enjoyable. That might be our next uh, music track. There. Take it to the cobbles <laughs> with Slimy J. Um, well, um, so anyway, so that, that's we're up to speed for everyone listening. So you you spoke to somebody on the phone this week who thought. Uh, at the end of the phone call, thought you at were the a end man. of a lengthy, lengthy phone call, where I was stereotypic- stereotypically <laughs> unhelpful. Yeah. I I tried to stand in the way of her and something she wanted. In the end, I gave her what she wanted. Yeah. Um, her asthma inhaler. <laughs> 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 there was another quote about receptionists in GP surgery, which was something like. Um, Every every appointment, uh, every GP receptionist sees a patient having an appointment as a personal failure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does feel a bit like that. Yeah, and so whatever I don't remember exactly what it was that she w- had wanted, but I kind of reluctantly gave it to her after <laughs> her a really long call. death certificate. You're like, Fuck it, all right, man. Shit, <laughs> a cancer result. <laughs> Fucking, where's the fire, mate? Calm down. I'll tell you what makes it harder. <laughs> Chill out, so... Bint. <laughs> it's my lunch break. <laughs> right, I'm going to say something in defence of um, GP receptionists now, which is your job can only make everyone around you's day worse because reception the doctors don't want to see any patients. Yeah. So every patient you give them, they're like... I'm not wow. dealing with this today. And so you're like, yeah, you're tr- yeah. the middleman. And then the person who so wants... So doctors to... are the arseholes. There are so, like, not all of them are arseholes, but um, there was one on Friday that was um, an absolute arsehole. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I feel worried about... Se- not that any of them know I'm a comedian or that I'd be on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, send the, we send this to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is streamed on NHS radio. You know, <laughs> <laughs> surgeries. <laughs> But yeah, all our duty doctors, like the emergency ones, are very reluctant yeah. to help. And they've, they've that, got a lot on their plate. But I would, that's what I would say. I was going to say in defence of everyone involved, yourselves included, um, it's, it is a case of, you know, it is so busy, you know, like surgeries now, you know, it's not like they're building loads of surgeries, even though, you know, the, the, to say London, the population in London is over 8 million people. You know, before the coronavirus, during the week, it was 10 million during the week. You know what I mean? When the now it's of about workers. four. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> um, but yeah, you know I mean, like it is, it's not like in that sort of last 20 years as that's boosted, that rocketed, they've built an extra 20 GP surgeries in every area, have they? So it is, it's not the fault of anyone at the surgeries. No. So I, I sometimes like find myself 
laughing at how rude they can be because but also because i think what takes the edge off is knowing that they are under incredible pressure incredible pressure and um all of that plus you're getting like a dollar an hour yeah yeah yeah. it's really shocking like when i look back at doing comedy and doing this thing that i love for however much that i made and then going to a job that is horrendous yeah and all right you don't have like major responsibility but somebody might die if you did something wrong and you're getting <laughs> no, paid it's, like it's way more responsibility than comedy is <laughs> yeah. the only person who's dying is me on stage <laughs> at every gig I, um, when my dad when my dad died in uh 2000 and, sorry not really like the, this morning i was not really but i was um i I rang the, my sister rang me and she said, and this isn't doctor surgery, but this is, you know, a hospital, but it was quite amusing. Even at the time, like my sister rang me said, he's gone. So I rang the hospital and the woman answered the phone. And, um, and I said, I understand that, um, Tommy Dean's died. And she was like, Oh no, he's up in bed. He's all right. No. Oh, and then she came, she went away. She came back to the phone about a minute later and she went, Oh no, he's dead. Even though I was like, I was in shock a, a lot, obviously. That but is, like, I was like, that's, that's um, it's crazy funny. mistake. It's such a, I mean, that is about as big a mistake you can make as a receptionist. Oh I think. no, but he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I told somebody in a wheelchair to have a seat the other day. Oh. You're, you're busy. There are things happening. You can't like necessarily come out with the correct sentence all the time. Yes. E.g., that person is alive or dead. Or, yeah, um, you know, it is. They... I mean, again, hospitals. It's a total like, it's potluck, isn't it? As to the sort of you don't you don't know what that person's day has been like. That's always that's always my thing, especially with like I have that with uh, people that work in shops. You know, you know, I, I, I never trust anyone who's rude to people that work in shops and like waiters know, and yeah. waitresses. Like, like, like you know, waiters and a they're not getting paid enough, and b and I know that people say, well, what should we do in the job then? Should it? it's like no, but. I'm not. I'm not saying I want them to be rude because they're not getting paid enough. But I don't mind if I've caught them at a bit of a down moment. Yeah. yeah and they've yeah. just slightly reacted, not how you probably should in, you know, customer service. But I just think people that go in with that thing of like the customer's always right. It's like, have you not? Yeah. Have you met anyone like the customers? I've I've worked in pubs. It's always wrong. The cust- customers <laughs> are, I'd say, of, often more wrong than the staff. <laughs> so let's you know, let's not. I think forget that but um but in hospitals yeah i've met some rude people were like proper in the last year like with having a baby like you know some of the staff were so nice and you, you couldn't believe how nice they were considering the circumstances and strain they're under and yeah. some of them you're like even though you're under strain you're still a bit too much of an arsehole <laughs> i think you might <laughs> yeah. just be an arsehole in real yeah, life yeah. <laughs> so it's just a lottery in it yes but, um, you never what know what you're gonna get how long have you been back in the in the real world then working? Um, I began working there in September. So how is it to actually? Because you know we've talked about this a lot over the pandemic, me and Julian, and with guests about the what it would be like to transition back to a day job, and uh, you know the sort of ha- how we're desperately clinging on not having to do that, even though it's fucking hard at times. Um, like, is it as mentally challenging as we think it would be? Um. There's pluses and minuses because before I got this job, I was doing things like selling my running armband on eBay for like <laughs> one pound twenty. Okay. So I was like, I need to make a profit somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, I was really wondering how, and then you're doing gigs the way you're getting paid less than the tooth fairy pays for a tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, this needs to. So that was good because it meant that I wasn't spending my pension. Um, but it also meant that because, although it's stressful and horrible a lot of the time, it keeps me so very busy that I don't have time to dwell on anything yeah, yeah, um, yeah. vaguely uh, existential. Yes, so, and is it making you genuinely like miss like you like? Is it made you have a, like you know really respect how easy comedy is? Um, it's made me think I will never again take for granted having a lion, yes. having a nice leisurely morning. Got a gig in the evening. Going to drive to wherever, see some pals, do a gig. Yeah, yeah. Get paid more than you get paid for a week of work as a GP receptionist. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> not all the time, but sometimes. No, no. How many hours a week do you do? Is it like thirty-five? Thirty-five okay. hours. That is yeah. that's over a month of gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is that. That's thing. more I, than a month of Edinburgh, isn't uh, it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But you don't suppose you don't have to live at the GPs. But I moved and, uh... <laughs> to Barnes to be near to the doctor. So I, I got oh, this really? job in September when I lived in Wilsdon Green. Um, but then the lease ran out. So then I was like, right, I've got this terrible job <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. Found, happened to find a place that's 20 minutes, quarter of an hour walk from work. Um, so now I walk to and from work. So it's actually really nice um, in some ways because I don't Barnes have to get is lovely, food. isn't it? It is nice, actually. It's got that, a pond. Um, it's right by the river. Yeah, um, it is. Um, so what also... made you go for that particular job? Oh, I applied for approximately 100 jobs and this Whoa. was the only, only one I got. What, just varying jobs? Just, any, just whatever? Well, because I had a history of um, fertility Violent. clinic reception. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So you worked. You worked in a. Um, surgery before this. I worked in a jizz shop many jizz years shop. ago. You worked in a fertility clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A jizz um... shop. We, uh, <laughs> we all. Every job to me is a jizz shop. <laughs> every room is a jizz shop. Um, so that was that's nice fertility clinic because we did IVF me and my wife and everyone there was well nice. There, that's a nice. Oh, nice, sexy. We did it at the Wolfson Clinic at the um, Hammersmith and Chelsea Hospital, attached to it. I can love everyone was so nice from the. Oh. That's where you had to go and have a wank. In yeah, there. that's where I had to wank in the in the hospital. I've done that. Yeah, not really. But what um... you wanked in hospitals, but not when everyone <laughs> asked for it. You just Everybody did it thought, when you were visiting you... your dying father. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that's a bit cheer my, dark. Cheer my, just to cheer myself up a little bit, a little bit of release. <laughs> what, um, but what was it like working in the jizz shop then? Was there like regulars? Um, so we weren't... Did you have to set the room up and get a little magazine and put it on the table and that kind of thing? Everyone always thought I was, everyone assumes I was the wank nurse. But yeah. they didn't do that in our place. They did the wanking <laughs> oh, in a different building. It's quite a, it's quite a rude assumption to make about you, isn't it? You were yeah, the wanking, yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> She's got strong-looking wrists. Um, um, 
But it's the room actually in question that you have to wank in is pretty sort of. I, I, I know it's, you shouldn't expect much, but I did think it would be a little bit sexier than it was. Oh, it's very it much like? a um, sterile little hospital room, single little hospital bed with like them very crisp white sterile sheets. You know, there's a medical. If they had a nurse bin. that was doing it for you, would it be better? Uh, are you asking? Yeah, uh, would it? I don't think it would. I think yeah. it'd be quite awkward to. Um, <laughs> Can't you know. we get your partner to do it? Well, like, we weren't told that was an option. This is a, it's a genuine. I know some people that that has been an option that they were offered. Ours was that. <laughs> I was just told. I was given a pot and said, what, "Ask your said, partner to what? Wank, wank you off?" Yeah, it's it's, it's allowed. You've been there for about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, fuck, swapping wrists. <laughs> oh, God, just be like an ordeal. <laughs> oh, God. Um, when I worked in um, the Spaff Emporium, the, I had somebody on the phone once ask if, if um, they were going to be able to be helped by one I'm of I'm doing us. it now. By one of, <laughs> one, of, one of the staff. Yeah, yeah. Fuck he was like, so what happens? Do you help us? And I was like... What, have you never wanked before? <laughs> <laughs> so do they give you advice or like tell you to like maybe not come for a couple of days before? So yeah, it's so like you cannot one day, to, yeah. or in my case, about four hours before. They put you handcuffs behind your back to stop you for three days. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's three days you're not allowed to do one for. Uh, but in the build-up, you know, you're meant to keep it semi-regular. Yeah, they don't want you to have built it up. No, it's not. Yeah, you've got to do... So basically three days before, you just knock one out. Three days? And then you you wait. So then on the third day, you go in and and do it in the clinic. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Like, you'll be in there. If you've had five that day, you're going to... Might take a while in the room. Well, there won't be enough to come out, is there? You've not got infinite sperm. Speak for yourself, mate. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing Where's the to be bucket? proud of. <laughs> um, I love so how it's splashed all over the floor. Your um, USP was wanking all the time, yeah. Julian. I mean, that's always been Julian's USP. <laughs> Literally from the first my day keys, I met him. My key selling point. <laughs> it's on his business card. Uh, but I'm a massive wanker. No, I don't do it that much. Um, so, yes. So you say, yeah, so about, so you found, what's it like having a, is there something quite nice about having a regular income though that's actually stable? Um, there is something a bit nice about that after, yeah, after like six months of, will we get another government payout? Yeah, will, yeah. like, will I get any more gigs? Um, but like I say, the quantity is so oh, yeah. poor, um, but also I'm not very um, mathematically apt. So I kept getting these paychecks and being like, wow, I'm getting paid barely anything. And then it turned out that I was on the wrong tax code. Oh, and so I yeah. just got, so I don't really know what the, in, when it's all ironed out in a few months, whether I'll be any better off from. You're not going to get a windfall. I've already had a small one from it, but no. I think that'll, that'll be it now. But it is, um, it is like, you know, it is mad, isn't it? How sort of like you know i mean i, I feel very lucky that I've, I've not had to get a job yet but then i'm saying that i've had some government money coming in but not a lot not uh, yeah i haven't had a lot so it's it's been like proper tight purse strings um, yeah but, i mean uh, in that way it has been all right because there is some income but the thing that you forget when you're a comedian 
is that there's like a small income from doing jobs like this, but it takes your whole life. Yes. So like seven, eight hours a day gone to taking poo off people, constantly getting handed bags of piss. Yeah. On the way to work. Eight hours. By your flatmates. <laughs> Could you throw this in the wheelie bin on the way back? <laughs> oh, what's that like? So you moved, you moved into a new place during the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't during a lockdown. So it was okay. all like, um, it wasn't too What's fun. it like? What are your new housemates like? Do you know them or is it some, Was it a totally new house share? Totally brand new strangers. Ooh. And the day I came to view it, I went to go and view another place down the road and the woman was... Do you know Richard Wilson? Yes. I don't believe it. His daughter, and she plied me with champagne in her house. And she's like, um, really nice. The house is really nice, but the room was very small and damp. Oh. So, but she gives me a load of champagne. And then I was like, I gotta go, I've got another viewing. So I rock up here. Pissed. Yeah. And um, and I lolled at how small the room was in front of the new housemates and stuff. It was all like really <laughs> not you're great. showing someone around like potentially <laughs> flatmate and they just stink of booze. And like, <laughs> I arrived. I was this like, place is a <laughs> shit hole. <laughs> I'll take it. I honestly, I was, I was like, I'm sorry. I just had champagne at the other house. And then one of the housemates was kind of like this with folded arms. Yeah. And I did like I would in a gig. I was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking like, all right, mate. You start slamming them. <laughs> and then I laughed out loud at how small the room was. Oh, no. And then about a week later, I came crawling back like, actually, can I take the room? Can I live here, please? And they left me dangling for and a bit. Are they nice? Do you get on well with them? Someone better. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, it's, it made me, yeah, again, that's another... Is it, are they working from home or are they all out working during the day? Um, furlough and working from home. Oh, furlough's the dream, isn't it? That's the I sort know. of. That's yeah, how yeah. That's, 80% that's, they're getting. That's 80% right, to just not work. That is. Some, the, some of them are getting all of it. Oh, man. Oh, because some of the companies top up the. Yeah, it's madness. That is the dream. It's made a lot of people kind of miss their job, actually, though, isn't it? Just being at home all the time. They kind of start to miss it a bit. And when yeah, they go back, yeah. they're going to have kind of more positive i think so like, energy towards what they do yeah but i think Ooh. that's probably I, th- I, I guarantee within about two weeks i'll be back to going fucking hell <laughs> can't be asked with this fucking shit you took the stapler for fuck's sake <laughs> and are you still doing gigs as well though like sort of zoom gigs Online. and stuff zoom, um, you, like what's your what's your policy are you like i'm actually taking a break or is it i'm gonna keep my toe in until things keep my toe in. i'm keeping my toe in um but uh, December was really busy. And then I feel like January, February have just been a bit like, oh, here's four gigs a week. None of them are paying. Yeah, d- yeah. December was w- mental. Like, I, it's, and it happened really quick. I remember, like, obviously, I, was, I had loads of live stuff in. And then we went in, back into lockdown. They all got cancelled. Yeah, yeah. I was really down. And for about a week, I was like, well, that's fucked. Christmas is fucked. And I was all annoyed. And then I just suddenly picked up all these weird Zoom Christmas gigs. Yeah. And like, I suddenly was like, there was days when I was like, I did three in one day, um, like a lunchtime one, an early evening, an evening, yeah. all like decent money. Yeah. And like, but by, by the third one, I was like, oh fucking hell, man, I need a brass with this three gigs in a day. I was actually getting, I was doing that thing of getting annoyed with the gigs, but um, but yeah, January was nothing. Yes. Um, this month's yeah. been a little bit. Sort of things have started to 
sort of seem, seemingly happen again. I think January, everyone just went into like depressed start yeah. of the year mode. It's a bit slow January anyway, isn't it? In real it? life, yeah, like, it always in is. In real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really loving like gigging before this lockdown. Like we did the banana together, Jenny, didn't we? And it was so nice, wasn't it? Was it? Really just, nice, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It, it was that what you really appreciated i found was something again i've always i've always again taken for granted just that that little bit of camaraderie like in a dressing room and just sitting around and it just you know that moment where you forget it's not just a solo sport where you're doing yeah you go on and do your stuff actually there is a before and after yeah and i forgot i really love that yeah especially the banana as well because everyone there's really nice and you're sitting down in a dr nice dressing room having mm. a beer and all that it's just like oh this is lovely, lovely isn't it yeah, not every gig's like that, obviously. There's still the odd <laughs> gig where you show up and you're like, oh, I'm on with this can. I might go and sit in a car until stage time. <laughs> Do you know who does that? Do you know um, Simon Brodkin? Lee, uh, Lee yeah, Nelson, Lee that, Nelson yeah. for any listeners who don't know his real name. Um, he's no, he's like, he's. this is because he's such a professional, Simon is. He's always he's done getting ready, thing. going through stuff. Stuff. He does new stuff at every gig, right? So yeah, he's he does this amazing thing. Where he's like, it, it feels the first time you, you you're on the receiving end of it, like in the dressing room. You're like, fucking all right, mate. What have I done? Uh, but then you find out he's genuinely just getting in his head in the right place. Some comedians need to do that. It's a so proper professional. He sits attitude, in the car like, I, and just comes I find in it just as he's about to, to do on stage. That. I can't do that. I need to warm up a bit by if chatting. If I'm to studying people. material before I go on, I'm not in a good frame when i go on if that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. like i can't be studying all day yeah. i have to just i have to it has to be like it's nothing you know and then go on yes mm -hmm. it makes it you know it's like a fun thing have you I'm ever had looking the... and arranging words and like yeah 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 i don't know it's like i go on and i'm like just i'm taking a lot of fucking <laughs> left brain with me do you know what i mean going out and suddenly you're part of a communal fun events and you've just oh. been backstage reading yeah, like yeah. no like the, the other flip side is have you ever done the one me and sean walsh have done this a couple of times we did a run in australia together and there was times where we just had such a we were just pissing around on the way to the gig and like backstage so much like we were just laughing and messing around that actually when you went on stage you're almost you're in too good a mood that the moment you went on, actually, there was that slight dip to people having an expectation for you to just be funny. Like, we both sort of struggled a bit at the gig because we got a little bit too giddy and overexcited <laughs> and went on. And basically, the, the audience didn't weren't as fun as we were having backstage. You haven't met them at their energy. Like yeah, we have come yeah. on all like, I'm just laughing with a mate backstage. <laughs> oh, everyone, yeah, and they're like, all right, mate, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're meant to make yeah. us like you. You're not just coming on like we don't. We're not your mate, mate. You've got to impress yeah. us. But um, we did a good. We, me and Julian did a gig last night together, and uh, very nice. But we both like basically. We, it was one of the ones where you know the front row was like unmuted. But it was quite a small front row. Like the audience was actually. It's a, it's a lovely uh, outside the box. Lovely yeah, it was gigs, great. Didn't they, but like, it was like a hundred and five people or something watching eight of them were unmuted, them were it unmuted. Just felt, i felt like i was bombing so i started to speed up <laughs> i was thinking this ain't really getting what like a hundred people feels like yeah um, but I, it was they were laughing i was yeah yeah <laughs> i hate it when you do a zoom a game and you see this yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. Like, oh, they must yeah, be yeah. muted, and they ain't. And they're not. They're just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pretend to freeze. Who, la <laughs> who laughs like that? Gone. I don't understand people that laugh silently. I had one um, in the summer where 
the gig had gone what I deemed to be well. And I was like, oh, it's really nice. And we all hung around at the end for a, for a drink in the green room. And as the audience were filing out and like signing out or whatever, I just heard one of them go, I didn't like the girl. Oh, and it was like God. right right into Ooh. my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard Ouch. there was, um, was it last night or the night before? I did a charity gig on Friday night. And th- like everyone was unmuted, but everyone, but they were all they all had their volume like they were told to put their input volume down to like twenty percent, so you yeah. could you could hear the sort of laughter. It was actually quite a nice system, but there it's was a good a few, idea to do that. There was a few oldies in there, obviously didn't know how to do that. So and they, like there was one old couple just like on a sofa watching. And every now and again, you just hear them. It was like goggle box, like I'll be watching the other acts like before I was on. And you'd hear one of them go, oh, this one's quite good. <laughs> like, it was really, you know, they weren't digging anyone out, but I was, it was such a risk. I was like, when I'm on, I guarantee it's going to be like, well, this one, I don't like this one. He's swearing too much. I know, in the comments as well, you could like, they're coming I never, up. I always have that, on, like, oh. I have the chat shut, man. I do not look, if one pops up, I don't even look at it, man. I can't, imagine getting a silent, because that's a proper silent heckle, isn't it? You're sitting having a chat front rows laughing and you see come up in words this guy's dog shit <laughs> times the comedy star you're like in the middle of a bit <laughs> somebody did that on friday actually to um to rich wilson not the richard wilson that uh jenny mentioned but some guy just tried that whole he'd like literally rich was like all right mate how you doing where are you where have you been like he just turned his camera on whatever and he went, oh, i was waiting for the comedy to start i was like oh, come on mate you know you just <laughs> So I've not been to a gig in probably a lot of the 18 time, months. They're just and that's trying to play with. with you, aren't they? The audience, they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not meaning it. Yeah, he's just playing, but it's just. I just booted him out of the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the way to deal with him from Zoom forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the uh, in the very early Zooms, there was one I did where there was no audience whatsoever. You were literally just doing the gig. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. They were the worst so horrific and then there was um like youtube comments along the side but they were delayed by like a good 20 seconds so you're going oh what do you mean by anyway horrendous it was them early ones were real like you know i get it it was it was like the wild west wasn't it everyone was (laughs) trying something new but they were them ones where they didn't they hadn't worked out oh why don't we unmute a few people yeah like them i did ones where you're just you know, again, you could see everyone like, going, <laughs> but everyone was totally like silent, and it was like it was like doing a monologue. You know what I yes. mean? It's... And then anything that's slightly rude or like you know smutty or toilet humoury, especially the ones before there were even any faces, so it was just you doing it down the lens <laughs> with like the MC, the person who booked you in a little tiny box, looking a bit worried. No lols, just like watching, <laughs> oh, going like. God. How will this pan out? It sh- it really teaches you just how noise that some response is important to because even like you know, I mean, uh, Julian, your joke, your jokes are much more of jokes. You know, they've got a real format of a setup, and then you hit them with a punchline. My stuff is more story based. But if I can feel it doing a story, and at the end of it, you know, when you're doing it as and there's no audience sound, at the end still feels like. Da, 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 da. And it's just total silence. When you're doing jokes, you're getting that silence every 25, 30 seconds. I I find that you have to have a kind of add-on to the punchline to just 
yes. say a few more things as if just it's a, a real thing you've said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just normally laugh myself after each one. <laughs> like Sid James. I always but find we that did, uh, me and Jenny did a, a charity gig, didn't we? Was it oh, a charity gig? You... <gasps> Was it the one Do you for... remember? And just, just before we were going on, they... They, the organisers said, oh, can we what, um, have no, like, like anything rude, rude and stuff because they're all, like, carers and learning difficulties and stuff like that. And um, we were messaging, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you to go really rude just to fucking prepare them. I just went straight in with the cunt bomb. I was like, let's Did just... You? Yeah, I think yeah, I it was I, that's always you. Somebody, it's always good when you're doing a gig like that when they're like, "Can everyone keep it a bit clean?" I can't just, tell you just. You need one you person go to on, dive on like a grenade in it. Tell you, tell you like a little bit beforehand. Any kind of rules like that, not just yeah. before you're going on. Just the second yeah, yeah, before yeah. you go on, and as well, it was that was the one where you signed into the Zoom, and it was like a hundred people watching a shared screen of a YouTube of a choir. Oh. God. It was like a and proper then, church kind of vibe it, to yeah. it, wasn't it? And then, and then the guy who booked us said Julian's here for the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could suck my own cock. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who'd booked us said to the organiser, um, the comedians are here, where should we go? And the organiser goes, keep the chat to text, please. And like oh told him God. off <laughs> in front of everyone. So we've already been like um, reprimanded before the gigs even started. And then they send us off to this like little quiet room where there was like three carers who were like, um, well, we're here to organise the comedy, but we don't want anything rude. And we're going to start letting people in soon. And so we had just found out that it was for carers, just found out that it had to be clean. And then one of the other acts opened with a bit about his fucking grandmother fucking yes. living with him. <laughs> and, who, and then the whole audience were like, Oh, really sad about it and I was like oh my stuff about shit in a bag is going to be fine <laughs> I think that's one of the ones where I muted anyway the, the laptop because I didn't want the like hardly any noise distracting yeah, 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 me yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. sooner yeah. none so I just <laughs> muted it and that's I just and covered the screen so it was just me doing like my stuff Saying, but that's such a risk. Julian told me that the other day that sometimes when he does them, he just covers the screens. Yeah. We can't see anything. And I, I was stopped like, doing that actually. Unless I was, I was doing, like, what, what if, doing new stuff, what if your laptop just shut down for like you know something happened technically, yeah, yeah. and for ten yeah. minutes you've not been doing the gig. Your phone's yeah, over yeah, there yeah. silently, and it's going. Like you've basically you're just well, talking someone's to having your a heart attack in the audience, <laughs> and like the the paramedics are in there, and everyone's just like on edge, and I'm still <laughs> going. Blah, 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 Some, blah. Somebody's <laughs> hanging themselves live. Before they go. So my uh, my ex girlfriend was a vegan. <laughs> 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 They're just swinging on camera. And I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just that's such a. Re I need to see them. Like I can. It's always hard to. I like, have got. I have got used to it. Like un. Like just doing it to them now. I do. Yeah. yeah it's. It's just the first few were just so weird, wasn't it? Do you find it hard to have your? Because you could obviously when you put it on gallery mode, you can still see yourself in one of the things. Do you find that hard to not keep looking at yourself? Like it's like when you're on Skype and you're sort of you spend yeah. half the time staring at yourself rather than the person. You're I don't know. To. Sometimes it's quite helpful because if you're if you're out, you can come to uh, not not that you're 
going to be out. But you can kind of, I don't mind it as much as when you're on stage in a live gig and you can see it, like there's a mirror, there's a mirror. at the back of the Oh, room. that's the worst. worst. Yeah. I used to hate that so much. You <laughs> yeah, see yeah. If I make eye contact with myself, I'm now body. cursed. Yeah. 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 It's the shape. You just realise how, I, yeah, I think it's, it's unnatural to watch yourself. Mm-hmm. I can't watch footage of myself. You know what I mean? Like, um, I can I, sooner do that because then it's done and it's like, oh, that's just how it went. But if there's a mirror at the back of the room and you're like, if I look at that again, I'm going to notice that my nose is especially red and I look like a prick. <laughs> and then you can't stop thinking about it. And then in your head, you're like, why does my hair look so greasy? I've just washed it. And this dress, it looks crap. Like, yeah, yeah. And also and mirrors I think when it's live, different. it's more difficult because you have to be more, you have to be connected to them. Yes. But yes. On, online, it's kind of, you could look at yourself and do it as well. And, and really tell. <laughs> just watching yourself speak back to yourself yeah yeah i mean i don't look at myself but if you did notice yourself there it's not as bad i don't think i, I find it me. quite distracting i, I don't yeah, know I why find, yeah. because uh, like every now and again on this i'm like oh wow that the sunlight is really making me look like the crypt keeper with my wrinkles <laughs> um and then you can't once you've noticed that you're like well maybe i should do this or like yeah it's yeah. you know it's very tricky. Julian always checks himself like that, checks his teeth, <laughs> um, shows off his, oh, I've got his guns. wimpy arms. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Um, I keep going like that, and where I haven't been working out as much, it's just getting smaller and smaller. Have you not, are you not doing your... Oh, that's, cool. oh, that's good. For, for listeners, a girl. Uh, Jenny's just showed off her bicep. Oh, um, that gave so me a real... Want, if you want to see that, sign up to Patreon if you're a creep. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the light wasn't good. Two I pound a month, see some skin. <laughs> what, um, so have you been working out, Jenny? <laughs> um, yeah. It doesn't look like it. Do you work out and stuff? Yeah. Um, like at home? I used to be a personal trainer and then I had about Did you? five years of just doing no exercise whatsoever. Why didn't um, you do that, like Zoom personal training and stuff? Could be asked. Oh, okay. Fair point. <laughs> Perfectly valid answer. That's all getting a job and also exercising. It's like <laughs> it's double whammy, uh, man. <laughs> um, um, it is hard. Like I, 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 I have not done any exercise almost since last March. And uh, the other day, I went to do some pull-ups and fuck, man. When you've not done them in about nine, you months. can get out of it quick. Uh, it's like, hard it's really hard man. i hadn't like, gone just... to the gym in a couple of years and i went into the gym for the first time for ages and i thought i'm just gonna bang out 10 pull-ups and i jumped <laughs> and i did i did one and my face was like fuck yeah, yeah, and then yeah. i just had to pretend i was just hanging just stretching out a little yeah, bit yeah. <laughs> i just that's what i wanted to do well, no, i mean in your defense it is actually very good for you just hanging like that it's really good it for is, your back yeah. oh is uh, it yeah, just hanging. I've got because that's what I've got this chin it's up. It's one of the best things you can do for your shoulders. Is you it's just really hang I, I have like bad shoulders. Thirty that's, seconds. So I should exercise because I've got bad shoulders. That when I exercise, they just they're much better. When I don't, they basically the longer I don't exercise for, the more painful they are when I wake up in the morning. So at the oh minute, gosh. I wake up every morning in like sort of stiff and painful, but that, that somehow I've managed to convince myself that that is not as bad as doing exercise. <laughs> like, I, just, I just can't be asked. Like, so, um, but I do need to start. So I, yeah, the other day I just thought I'm gonna do some, just a little bit like, and I, I did some pull-ups and they are so hard when you've not done them in ages. 
you can get good at them quite quickly though, yeah. if you keep doing them, even if you do one or even if you do like negative ones where you get yourself up yeah, yeah, and just yeah. lower yourself. Or even the little ones, just start with them half ones. They're so much easier. Yeah, anything. They? It, they do, it does get warmed up. I did but... a press up challenge in the summer. Um, and did you my, win? Um, I lived, so yes. How many, um, what was the challenge? Win, to do, I think it was something like 520 days or something. So not, oh. it was like oh, right, 20, right. 25 per day, if that's the correct maths. Yeah. Um, which is quite hard. Um, but now I'm hemp. 25 a day. 25 a day. But it, I mean, it depends how you're doing them. If you're doing Not one, doing them on my knees. One every half an hour, that's all right. <laughs> not, who does them on their knees? People who, people who haven't done many yeah or that's but I, did, the, I know but it sounds it rude probably. but that's the one you often see like they say like lady push-ups yeah but I wouldn't. i'm not saying that i'm saying no. that's what, what are you yeah, like you're so women are so weak <laughs> <laughs> i love the fact i was like i'm not saying that Julie, i'm not gonna say, I'll say it <laughs> tiny hollow bones um, um i my housemates pull-ups are throwing. more difficult for women yeah. just stru structurally and like women are tend to be stronger from the hips down don't they i don't know like then men are sort of more muscle mass from like the top part of their body this okay, is just science <laughs> <laughs> uh, what this is just me guessing at this, science. this is this is uh, this is youtube videos <laughs> that's what it is uh what did you, did you say your, your flatmate's got a rowing machine yeah yeah that's we were two we were talking to that's got a rowing machine um oh, we were talking oh, to oh Al we can't Murray. say actually um, oh yeah, we can say. We're going out on the episode. We're going out on the same day, but um, we we chatted to Al Murray for a hundredth uh, ah. episode, and he bought a rowing machine, and he swears by it. He said he's been doing like an hour a day, and the, like the weights just falling off him. I did half an hour yesterday, and I'm walking like I've shit myself. Yeah, it's like, brutal. It's, it's all bumps, it's your entire whole back. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Like That's the first time you go on one in ages, like two minutes of it is so hard like the first you, you get to like the second minute and you're like well i can't do this this is yeah. that's the hardest even jogging like the first five minutes it's yeah, like yeah. your head's just telling you you can stop you can stop yeah. you can yeah, stop yeah. just like you, i'll just give in when, all right you then. can there's no you know, yeah there's no one you're not but really I mean, you can monitored. yeah you're yeah. the boss <laughs> <laughs> but if you tell somebody else you're gonna do half an hour then it makes you do half yes an hour. the hardest bit is getting your PE kit on and telling somebody you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've yeah. done those things, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's my personal training. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Advice. Yeah, that's half the battle starting, isn't it? What's the um? How long were you a personal mantra. trainer for? Approximately one month. You would? Oh, really? <laughs> I so I qualified and then I trained some of my pals and then I um, personal trained for a boot camp in the park in Brook Green, um, but my clients were really yeah and Why? i just thought don't want to do it and it was oh, a really? now you see them all in the doctor's surgery <laughs> <laughs> their diabetes <laughs> what um so how how long how would you how long do you have to train to become a, a personal trainer i did it i did it part-time while i worked in the um sperm place so i was i was a receptionist in that personal trainer at the weekends every other weekend for like five months yeah and then also starting to gig so being a personal trainer and starting myself self-employed comedian too much yeah, just pick much. one and do it well yeah, and how yeah, long yeah. is the course what a couple of years is it 
Um, no, it was like five months or something, I think, six months. What, to become a personal trainer from zero to... Weekends. It's just about wiping machines down. <laughs> but you need to know about anatomy, muscles. Um... Yeah, yeah, you know, you need I to learn to know that. the basics to become a personal trainer. That, yeah, that five months. Or so. it's, it's not that long, but then the ones that go on to become really good ones stay yeah. learning and yeah. they start learning more about yeah. nutrition and everything yeah. don't and they? how so. like it's oh, updated isn't it well. you are you're qualified I was, I was a qualified nutritionist as well how did, was that from university no that was um part of the personal oh. training course but um all i learned from that is fat is good sugar's the devil yeah um, but that that's two sentences. <laughs> what was that about? Like your macros, like getting your your fats, carbs, and proteins and stuff like that. It's all that kind of stuff, is it? Don't know. Don't I'm trying to pretend I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you can, if you have to drink milk, drink it warm from the cow with all the fat and everything still in it. Um, meat fat this is a vegan podcast oh yeah sorry yeah <laughs> but I we cut that bit out what i like i mean that would also put off a lot of meat eaters who have milk yeah the fact that the th- i think them thinking about what it is and actually yeah, if you yeah. drank it in this natural state yeah. then you're a creep yeah you know what i mean just sucking <laughs> yeah. on some cow tits yeah so i think yeah. um yeah like i've i thought that for even when i was pre-vegan you know, for years, I always thought milk was gross. I only yeah. had it, you know, I had a little bit of my tea. Mm. I wasn't, I drink, the thought of drinking a glass of milk, I thought was such a weird thing to do if you're not three years old. <laughs> so, you know, I always thought like, when I, yeah, even soy milk and oil, I always thought was more normal than cow's milk mm-hmm. for a human. So that was, that predated my vegan's lifestyle by years. Right. Yeah. A lot of that, a lot of my meat eating was begrudging. It was like, well, I like the taste of it, even though I know it's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. literally a slab of dead thing. I know, so yeah. So it was, I just had to, I used to sort of hold my nose and do it. So if anything, like, yeah, I'm the opposite in that sort of, you know, it wasn't a hassle going vegan. I found it very easy because it was like, yeah. all right, I might, I, I think everything's gross. So I might as well just give it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I did a year of not buying any meat at all. And um, I accidentally bought some it. jelly babies on the. <laughs> no, if if I got given a plate of food with yes. meat on it, I could have it. Um, or if there was a free meal at a gig, I could have ch- chicken. Um, I accidentally bought some jelly babies on a motorway, um, in a services, not from somebody with a bucket of them <laughs> on the side. And um, and I got to the point where I d- was a bit disgusted by meat by the end yeah, of the yeah, year. Yeah. Um, it's even that, yeah, the gelatin stuff is just weird, isn't it? I, again, there's just things I always just look back and go like, that. yeah, I always thought, that's weird. Why are they putting beef in sweets? Yeah, well, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> It has no business me. here. Yeah. It doesn't. In an apple-flavoured um, sweet. Yes. Um, gelatin. Yes, rough, isn't it? Why do they do that? It's for the texture, maybe. I think it gives it that squishy. Plus, they can probably buy smoke. the beef gelatin for cheap off of, like, the floors of abattoirs. It's <laughs> 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 you know, such a horrible image, isn't it? But it's also true. Um, I forgot what I was about to ask you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the end of that question. Um, what else has been going on? What have you have you been? Do you eat? Are you somebody who eats? Have you, having done personal training, is it something you're like? Has it kept you within a level of health? You know, you're not somebody who's suddenly going to go right. I'm just going to eat a loaf of bread a day and drink 10 
book glasses of wine. I have to say, I don't think that I am a like a fitness health nutrition person at all like i haven't been to the gym since i qualified as a personal trainer um, which was in 2012 nailed it i'm out got to the top of the tree i'm leaving (laughs) i've invented a fourth meal afternoon lunch yeah 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 i love my booze have you ever have you ever ventured into the breakfast puddings oh yeah oh yeah that is one that i've really I've really nailed What's down that, over like the a years. breakfast dessert. Yeah, just yep. have a dessert for with breakfast. I do that on the reg at the one. weekend. Go and get a pecan Danish to have yeah. with your coffee after boiled egg, sorry, and toast. Yeah. Um, I mean, the weekends you, are... What dessert do you have after breakfast? Pecan Danish. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, um, I baked a cake the other day. So after breakfast, it was like, I'll have a little slice of cake. Which is just. We've got some cake here. It was my housemate's birthday last week. So we've got some cake. Maybe so that'll amazing. be. I really feel like it now. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, really I made it. I made Danish. A, I made a Turkish delight chocolate cake. It's basically a chocolate cake with rose water in it to give it the Turkish delight flavour. But it's um, it's very nice. Wow. But yeah, I've just my I've eaten. I I, I genuinely think, um, I should be massive the way I've eaten <laughs> during lockdown. Like, I, but I've actually I'm only about a kilogram and a half two kilograms over what i was at the start which considering i've done no exercise i've drunk loads yeah. and i eat non-stop i genuinely think it's having a baby means you're constantly up and about and moving and standing yeah, up yeah. like getting down so it feel like you're basically accidentally doing squats all day you've got a kettlebell like, that you're that yeah. you're handling all like the you're time carrying around one arm yeah so actually i genuinely think i'm lucky because i reckon if we hadn't had a baby i would be Oh, I'd be coming back from lockdown. In a dr- I'd be like comically, people would be messaging in WhatsApp groups. I just gigged with Carl Donnelly. He is massive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I'm try- I keep trying to think who's going to be the comedian that comes back the most different from um, pre-lockdown. I got really into snacks in the first lockdown and I've carried it through now. Love it. Yeah. But um but I'm losing weight, so I think I might have worms. Yeah. <laughs> worms or something. Chronic anxiety. Yes, I think I might <laughs> I'm enjoying your snacks. <laughs> worms is a worms. I always thought worms was like a fake thing that my mum used to tell me I'd get when I was a I kid. Get, I used to get worms all the time as a child. It's, so it is what does it what is it? It's a worm in your track. Is it actually a real worm, like a live worm? Sometimes it's more than one. Oh fuck! And it just what do they do? They eat but your they're food? very very tiny, aren't they? They're not like garden worms. They lay eggs the size of grains of rice. That's still big. In where that's inside big. your belly? They lay them in, in, at and your, in your intestine. They come out at night and lay eggs around your asshole. Oh my god! And I don't, oh, I, don't I don't know if that happened when I was a child. But Imagine I with the little poor little worm babies being born in someone's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's not a good start to life. It's man. not a good start. They've got no chance, have they? Um, <laughs> what length do the worms? What can they grow? Can they grow quite long? It depends what species of worm you've got. Right. But there, there are some that you take a tablet to kill the worm, and then you have to like, oh, like on. a ribbon out of you, and you have to just keep pulling. <clears throat> yeah. What do you or, mean, like pull a giant long worm <laughs> out of your ass? Yeah, 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 and it's long. Fuck. This isn't what I had. 
but I've heard about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's the old. So I've just heard about it. A friend of mine told me. Is tapeworm different to that kind of, those kind no, of worms? No, I think worms. tapeworm is, that is what the it is? pull out. I do. Oh, yeah, I've heard they're quite long. Oh, God. So, and what, so and genuinely... you have to like tempt it out by putting a little bit of food near you. Oh, come on. You can't just go <laughs> I don't know. Into the trap. You've got to set a trap for it. Yeah, yeah. It comes out for a bit of snack off your bum. Yeah, you just, just grab it. Hover over a little. <laughs> yeah. All your, mate, all your mates are waiting with baseball bats. There's something <laughs> where you get it to bite onto a pencil. You get it get to bite him. onto a pencil and then you turn. Oh, my it. God. Come oh, on. God. This is not how we thought. I don't know if any of that's towards the end of the podcast talking about worms. I've just never had, I've just heard the word, you know, I always thought it was like a a fake thing, not fake, but when people say oh, you've got worms, I thought it'd be like, oh, it's, it's actually a bacteria that, you know, t- means your food doesn't get broken down or something, so you're not taking, you can't put on weight. I didn't know it was actually a proper worm that eats. It's, an, it's, it's quite a, a common thing, isn't it, I suppose? It's well, like the cousin of the earthworm in your body. Oh, yeah, I just had to deworm yuck. my dogs, actually. Like, not do anything to their ass, but, like, give them a tablet. <laughs> Did you do the pencil thing? Yeah. They can deal with their dramas themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I just give them, like, a half a tablet and a... Uh, they eat it. It's not a tablet yeah. up with a batty. Do they do the no, thing not, they, not in their they... batty. So they do it um, where they run, run along, but drag it like down a hill and drag their bum behind them. They do do that. That's wow. what that's got an itchy hoop. Well, that's, uh, if any listeners have been affected by any of the things we've talked about, <laughs> there's a phone line. I'm not <laughs> a full doctor yet. No. There's but... a phone line and it ain't my number. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it's, um, it's Jenny's surgery. Sorry, it's descended um, into this. It's fine. So no, can I'm, you I'm... get us uh, an appointment at your doctor's? Like, can we skip the queue and stuff if we need to? Can our patrons get any perks? Medical history. You know, you go to the doctor and you think whatever embarrassing you're going about, that they've all seen it all before and they won't like take the piss or anything like that. One yeah. of my colleagues comes into the back room and she goes, this guy coming in in five minutes, problem with dick. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. I, that, I, I think that's a myth when people say, like, doctors aren't going to laugh about stuff. Squeamish. Like, yeah. they, I think, you know, they're happy to deal with everything. They're not going to, you're, you're not going to get your knob out if you've got a problem. They're going to go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to deal with it. But then afterwards, obviously not think when they're out with their mates that night, if they're having a pint. That guy's go, cock stank, bro. <laughs> 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 Is it your round, Bill? Stick. <laughs> of course there's going to be, like, you that know. That guy had one tiny dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I and I don't. I wouldn't expect anything less. I don't think that's a betrayal of their job or trust. Mm. I think they're off shift. The moment they get off shift, or even if they're on shift with their workmates, they can laugh at any part of my body, man. <laughs> Knock yourselves out, guys. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> um, but anyway, on that note, <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. Um, it's been really fun catching up again, Jen. Thanks mm, for coming back it. on. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll come. We'll get you back on in a few months when you're in your next career. <laughs> In your next house, you're always moving. I will say that. I said that to my wife. I said, Oh, we've got Jenny Collier coming on. And she went, Oh, I I think she's moved from around here now. And she said, Oh, she's always moving. She is. Well, my wife knows that. Um, That is, you know. Um, word on it, the street. Word on the street is you're always on the move. Like she's a always shark. a well, always you're a, running you're from the pavement. What's. Um, <laughs> don't mean you don't have to answer that was a call back to worms don't worry about oh, it oh right uh, what, um yeah it's um is it just yeah i suppose it's what it's just some people like staying on the move or is it you know don't get on with flatmates quite easily it's, no it's that uh, the last house but i you lived just in, left rent arrears roof. all over london you had a, what? a leaky roof 
a leaking roof um, and my room's not like a mushroom farm. No. When I lived in Wilson Junction, I lived in a tiny little room. That um, was when you lived around the corner from me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I lived literals on the high street and um, my room was tiny, even tinier than this lolworthy room. Yeah. And cell, I call it. And then um, leases run out, pieces of the ceiling fall down. They're like a bargain, but that usually means you've reached the end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Well, there we go. Um, we'll find out where you are next time. Correct. <laughs> Once every six months, you have to check in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be like a sort of grandmother. We like to, we just like to check in and see how you're getting on. Um, any, any, anything to plug? Should people just follow online? Just donate some cash. (laughs) (laughs) Give me money. (laughs) Please give me money. No, I'm not plugging anything. I'm not even making any videos at the moment because I'm so goddamn busy saving lives. It's hard, isn't it? Reluctantly saving lives. One bag of chips. I've been doing a weekly video for Instagram where it's it's a silly thing called "What's in the Box," and even that I find like feels like takes more effort than it should, considering it's a five-minute silly video. Does it bring you a bit of income though? No, it's just um, <laughs> it's purely for fun, and it uh, people like it. It gets quite yeah, a lot of yeah. views, and it's picked. You know, it has moved my Instagram followers up. Well, that's it. Bit. That's what it's like, all about, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's, it, about, it's about clout, and that's it. And it's fun. I really like doing it. I, I, I like filming it, and then uh, yeah. once it's out, I like pick the responses and chatting to people yeah, about yeah. it. But the actual like editing it is fucking boring, man. It's really because it's. What do you edit in? In like. I use an app called Splice, which is a oh. very good, uh, like, um, smartphone video editor. Splice. And all it is, I film myself basically for about 12 minutes, uh, opening my odd box each week. Uh, and it's me genuinely reacting to what fruit and veg I'm getting. It's it's much funnier than it sounds. But uh, <laughs> I, I, then, I, have just, I just basically fuck around for 12 minutes and like, make funny voices and sounds I bet there's loads, loads of like phallic ones right loads and like it's just like it's that that's the, the thing is just reacting but then obviously having to edit from 12 minutes down to five all I do is I cut out chunks so that it's very snappily quickly yeah, edited yeah. to make it funny yeah and fun, it's just yeah it takes ages yeah sort of, and with so. splice that's easy is it it just makes it really easy it's very easy but it's still quite time consuming for a five six minute video <clears> or whatever it still takes I've me just like, wrote splice down I might get it, it. I've written it, it a, before very, on my notes from you, but I've never used it. Is it is, is it better than iMovie? Yes, uh, for, for for shooting and editing on your phones, I think it's much better. Okay, Viva is Video is better. quite good. Oh, another one is InShot's very good actually. InShot's well. more for pictures though, isn't well, it? Well, InShot to... is you can have sh- you can have picture in picture, so you can have a video here like of me chatting, and I could say like, and uh, has anyone seen the new thing about so and so? And their picture you could have come up in the corner, and you could chat about oh. it. So it, you can make it. InShot's quite good for making little professional videos. Splice down the line. Green? Are we talking? Um, I think you can. I don't know. I bought Splice quite a few years back when it was like 25 quid to buy outright and i think it might have gone up now um but i just bought it then so i get i get it updated all the time for free um but i'll wait till i'm promoted to consultant and then I'll, um, <laughs> i think InShot is about 23 pounds outright you should do um, little videos from the surgery like little I know, hidden I camera stuff <laughs> <laughs> of you telling people to fuck off of you doing prostate exams <laughs> oh god um don't do that please <laughs> i'm sure that's illegal isn't it 
to film a prostate exam. Yeah, I yeah. reckon it might, be, it might be frowned upon by the Crown Especially for the receptionist. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing it? Uh, I um, So people can, check, people can follow you on Twitter. Instagram. Yeah, Jen Jen Collier. Jen Jen Collier. Julian, we just, any business, just thank our patrons. Who, Thanks, uh, patrons. Um, new patrons. I really got appreciate some new patrons it. Signed it's up nice, this week. isn't it? Yeah, they get to see us uh, catch up and um, they get to watch the videos of the podcast to see what people's bedrooms are like. Ed Clues did a really funny uh, cartoon. Oh my God, didn't check it out it's on our really Instagram. It's really good, isn't it? Ed Clues uh, did an animation of us talking about um, Gene How Kelly. How fit Gene Kelly is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everyone can see that online. So that's it. That's the end of the podcast. It's been very fun. Thanks to Thanks Jenny for listening, Collier. everybody. Um, review on iTunes and rate and stuff okay. and all of that stuff. Did I Thanks. say that right? I think so. You know, it's yeah, that too. Thanks, Jen. Please. Take it easy. I'll die of AIDS in an alleyway. <laughs>